The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Hey folks, this is Larry Mandel. And hi, I'm Rob Mandel. And we are the Brothers on Law. And we want to make a big shout out to Debbie the Mortgage Mom. Lots of good information on mortgages. More than you could ever imagine. We just love following Debbie. Thank you for warming everybody up for us too, Debbie. There you go. Thank you, Debbie. All right. So right now I'm getting ready to do some work on my house. I'm kind of... uh I'm kind of dreading the whole thing because I've gone through it before and, you know, it's a lot of money. It's always uh, a double or triple what you think it's going to cost, right? Oh, yeah. And I did construction on my house or remodel last year and it took a long time. I know. Especially with permits and inspections and things like that. Oh, God. That's the worst. And now with COVID, it's probably even worse. Yeah. Why do you think? It's just going to take a lot longer to get your paperwork through or what? Yeah. And I think, you know, you're not going to go in probably in the office. You got to make an appointment. And I think they're just overwhelmed right now. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. So you're doing this work on your house, right? You got people coming over doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're going to be tearing stuff apart and they're going to be, you know, get, getting up on ladders and scaffolding and that sort of thing. That's right. Yeah. So what happens if uh, one of these guys uh, gets up on that ladder and falls down and breaks his leg or something? Are you liable for that? Could be. Well, what do you mean? I mean, well, it depends on if I created a dangerous situation. You know, maybe uh, if I provided the ladder, that would be liability on my part. And also, you know, the person who's injured, uh, if they're employed, would you know, have a worker's compensation case against the employer. Right. And if they're not employed and I just hired somebody, uh, I might be responsible as hiring that person if the person is not a licensed contractor. I think that's the difference, right? If mm-hmm. they're a licensed contractor and they're working at your house, unless you do something actively negligent yourself, I don't think they can come after you, can they? Well, they can come after you, Rob, but I don't think they're going to prevail. They wouldn't prevail. Right. But if you are just hiring guys off the street, unlicensed uh, workers, you're basically the general contractor yourself at that point, right? That's right. And you could be sued. You could have a workers' comp case and or a third-party negligence case. The person who got hurt. Yeah. On your your property. Right. So what... uh, what would you say to our listeners then if they're doing what we're doing right now and working on their homes and having people come over, what would you tell them is a, you know, some things to think about? Well, let's face it. The safest way is to have a licensed contractor and you know, that, that way he or she is responsible for the safety of the project for the most part. Right. And they got carry insurance and right. 
all that stuff. But it's a little more money, right? Oh, yeah. And But that's part of what's protecting you. You know, you got to think about that. Not yeah. be reckless. Got to throw that in the mix, depending on how uh, much you're doing. Hey, uh, producer yeah. Cam, are you are you signaling to me that you have somebody on the phone? Is that what you're doing over there? I do. I have oh. a that has a question for us. Her name is Tamar and she's from Irvine and she has a question. All right. Hello, Tamar. Hi, brothers. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling us. I hired a contractor to install a closet bathtub for me. And during the installation process, they dropped it and broke it. My question is, am I responsible for replacing it or are they? Because they're telling me I need to buy a new one. Oh, wow. No, no. I would disagree with that. I think they're responsible. If they're handling it, and however they mishandled it, it sounds like mishandling, they're responsible for the broken tub. It was a bathtub they dropped and broke? Yeah, it was a closet bathtub. What's that? Like there's the little legs at the bottom, freestanding tub that stands up off of the floor. Yeah. They dropped it. It broke one of the feet to it. I see. Well, I think they're responsible. Yeah. Did you did you sign any kind of paperwork with them that said, you know, gee, you know, these claw tubs are hard to maneuver. And if we drop it, you know, we're not responsible or we're not responsible for any damage to it during installation. Did they give you anything like that? No, just the I mean, just the normal like, you know, contract that basically just said, here's our, you know, price for in installing the tub. There was no clause in there about damage or anything like that right tomorrow did they explain to you how they dropped it did they put some of the blame on you for not having a proper access or something no no they just basically they were literally just lifting it and one person just like lost their end of it and just dropped yeah and now they're responsible as far as i'm concerned right me too i mean you know we're not the judges, right? We're not the jury and the judges, but our, our bets are they are definitely responsible and you should press that with them. If they're not going to pay that, you could probably go to small claims court and get them to, you know, a judgment against them or, or maybe even just right. get them off the job site if they're not going to be responsible contractors. Right. And then would I have to like contract the contractors board if I have issues beyond that or just? Yeah, you could. That's what it's there for. Yeah. They probably have right. a complaint section, you know. I had a bad contractor one time and I had to get into it with them. It's no fun. So, you know, maybe this is like Believe me, it hasn't been a pleasant experience. Oh gosh. Does this contractor have insurance? Did he list his insurance company? Yeah, he states that he's licensed insurance, bonded, everything. So You may want to say, you know, hey man, just give me your insurance or you just make the claim. Or just get me the new tub or fix this one, you know. But yeah, once they're in your house and they're tearing things apart and they're, you know, installing things, you know, uh, they kind of have you at their mercy and it can be tough. Yes, it can. Yeah. I guess I'll just go from there and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Just tell them, though, that, you know, there, there's no question that they're responsible. So, you know, however they're going to do it, are they going to make a claim to the insurance? Are they going to get get the new tub? You know, and and you may want to consider getting them out of there, but it can be tough to get rid of one contractor and bring in another. I mean, but you have to think about if this is not the only issue you've had with them, 
then maybe it's time to, uh, you know, make the switch. Yeah. Right. Well, good luck, Tamar. Thank you very much. All right, Tamar. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling. Absolutely. You guys have a great day. All right, you too. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. I want to switch the gears here a little bit. You know, sure. what if you're the guy, you're the person who's working at a job site and you encounter something unsafe or somebody does something stupid and you get hurt what rights do you have well you know that's what we do rob and and the rights would be you know a negligence action if somebody did something below the standard of care in a certain situation and we've had many cases where we've brought an action against somebody involved in a construction site injury incident and one comes to mind on a uh, cement pump issue. Okay. But let me, before you get into your c- cement pump issue uh, scenario, aren't, aren't people who get hurt on a work site limited to a worker's comp case? Not necessarily. Not if they're an independent contractor or they're, they're not employed by the person or company that caused the incident. Okay. Explain that a little bit for our listeners. Well, if you're, you know, if, you know, there's different trades that come onto the job. So let's say one trade is putting uh, cement down or something. Um, right. And then another trade comes in and uh, is injured as a result of the cement uh, contractor's work, then that would not be a worker's comp case. Well, it would be a worker's comp case for the person injured with their employer, but not against the, in my example, the cement contractor. Okay, so that they would have both, right? Yeah. All right, so tell us what happened to your your cement lady or your cement pump person. Actually, yeah, it was a lady. She was That's a right. cement. I already knew that. Sorry. Yeah. I blew the surprise. Okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Anyway, she was uh, a driver for a cement company. So she'd drive those big trucks, you know, with the cylinder, you know, that carry the cement. Nice. And uh, she was, and she hadn't been on the job that long. And she was hired to deliver the cement for a pool, you know, construction. Okay. They call that gunite, gunite. Yeah. Right. Is that what you're talking about? That they spray it in there. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a special concrete. Yeah. Anyway. So she was there delivering the, uh, the cement and part of the configuration for delivering the cement is there's another contractor that comes in that is the cement pump. So it actually is a separate machine that takes from the cylinder that's delivered with the cement or concrete. And um, they use the uh, cement pump to pump the cement into the pool. Pumps the cement. Okay. I gotcha. She's bringing the cement. The other guy's pumping it. What happens? Right. Okay. So there's a lot of pressure involved in that. And after the cement had been pumped, then they clean the cement uh, pump and they basically use a high pressure recirculating type of, procedure and when they do is they hang up the the steel part of the the pipe 
okay. the cement pump. They, There's a pipe. They, put it, they secure it actually on the uh, cylinder of the um, of the uh, cement truck. Okay, I'm 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 getting lost here, buddy. Let All me, right, hang on, hang on. Let me yeah. let me finish. No, no, no. Just, let, hang on. Let me finish. Bottom line is something went went wrong. What went wrong? Well, you got to understand what happened. You okay. know how they're the configuration because the layperson isn't going to understand it anyway so while they're recirculating and they're cleaning the the lines of the cement pump the steel pipe um it flies off of where it's supposed to be secured okay and smashes into our client who's just standing around waiting for the procedure to finish so she can leave with the truck right fractures her collarbone knocks her oh. around serious stuff now that's it's bad a heavy that's pipe bad. that smashes her and so then the question was, is whether or not the cement pump company did anything below the standard of care, anything wrong. Well, it sounds like they did because they didn't, uh, they didn't tie the thing down. They didn't tie the thing down and they weren't watching um, to see if the pressure was building up too much so that it would basically explode and fall off the truck and hit her. Wow. That like must have been really a, a bad deal for her. Yeah. And is she uh, is she okay now? Yeah, we got her justice right. That was a tough case. I remember that one. That case started out with basically them laughing at us, like, "Hey, she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. She shouldn't have been there, and it's on her." As opposed to, "No, no, no, you guys did not follow proper protocol and didn't properly secure this steel pipe." That's part of the pumping process right and so she had a workers comp case with her employer but she also had a case that we handled because the uh, cement pump guy was negligent right day right right okay have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence when you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right won't give up the fight and obtain justice call 818-886-6600 Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation. 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www.fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids. Four is the number four. And let's make sure all the kids are fed. So I'm sorry, you asked me if I had a construction, uh, a case. Yeah. A con- yeah. Yeah. I've had several, I've had many. And, uh, one that comes to mind, it was kind of a, a strange one is, uh, again, I'm kind of involving a concrete, but these guys are laying down rebar, you know, what rebar is. Yeah. Yeah. That's that stuff that strengthens the concrete slabs There's and like whatnot. Little steel stakes. Uh, well, bars. No, bars. they're not little. I mean, they're, they range from about uh, maybe oh, um, three-eighths of an inch round all the way up to an inch or more round. Right. And they're long uh, metal bars, steel mm-hmm. bars. 
you set them down like when you're building a pool, you know, it's the shape of the pool and all that kind of thing. That strengthens so, the concrete. Strengthens the concrete, exactly. So my guy is laying these things uh, down and tying them together in that grid pattern on a roof. And another company is delivering them. And the, these two guys get up there on the roof and they got, oh, maybe a stack of a dozen of these between and, and there's about they're about 12 feet long so one guy's got one end the other guy's got the other end and they're about to try and lay them down and they turn and they hit an electrical what do you call those things uh um like a it's on like mm. a telephone pole but it's got mm. hot hot wires on there mm. live wires uh, live, live wires <laughs> high voltage live they, wire, they, Rob. Okay. high voltage yeah, we got well, it Wouldn't now. that rebar be a conduit for electricity and everyone's going to fry? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a conduit. All right. And uh, but these guys had the special rubber gloves on. Oh, so they take that. It hits the live wire. It shoots into the grid that this guy had just laid down. He's still holding on to the grid. He's got just regular uh, leather gloves on or, you know, uh, cloth Work, gloves, workman's gloves, yeah, just regular workman's gloves. And yeah. boom, he gets shocked. He gets <gasps> electrocuted. Mm-hmm. And um, does he fall off the roof? No, he shoots backwards. He's he, luckily he didn't fly off the roof, but he did have a traumatic brain injury, not just from hitting his head, but also from the, the electricity going through his body. Did he suffer burns? He had burns all over his hands. Yeah. So he can have a workman's comp case from that. Yes. But then does he go after the company that's bringing the rebar? I mean, exactly. those two workers worked for a different company. That was my question. So the key is if you're a construction worker and you get hurt on the job site, you want to um, look to see if it was the conduct of a, another company or a different contractor that uh, caused your injury. Otherwise, it's a straight workers' comp case. And we know some great workers' comp lawyers out there. We can always, people should still call us if that's happened to them, and we'll steer them in the right direction if they like. How can they reach you? Gee, how can they reach us? (laughs) How can they reach you, Rob and Larry? I'll tell you, here's the number, 818-886-6600. And how about our 800 number? That's 800-310-7113. Cool. Easy peasy. But call the office directly if you can. 818-886-6600. And we always have someone there, even during the COVID times, we're there all the time. And you can always reach us. And tell them you heard them from Go Country. That's right. right. We do special things for our listeners, don't we? Right? (laughs) Yeah. Why not? We should. We know this is a scary time for a lot of people, but we want you to know we would stop at nothing to get justice for you. This is Rob Mandel from the Mandel Trial Lawyers, and I'm here with my brother Larry. And yes, the Brothers on Law Show here on Go Country 105. With the experience you need, we are still actively litigating cases. So if you've suffered from a car accident, bicycle accident, or a serious injury of any kind, call us for a free consultation today at 818-886-6600. Even if your small business has suffered due to the closures, we can help. 
Mandel trial lawyers are fully operational with remote depositions and court appearances, so there's no reason not to seek justice, and the Mandel trial lawyers will fight for you. So call us at 818-886-6600 and stay safe out there. I have a message from the Mandel message box. Would you guys like to hear it? Absolutely. Producer Cam has a message. Okay, this message is from Tony from Whittier. I was parked in a lot and my door was my car door was open for a moment and someone pulled in and hit the open car door. They are saying it's my fault because the door was open and I'm saying it's their fault for not paying attention when pulling into a parking spot. Who's right? She's right. Or he, Tony. I don't know if Tony's a man or yeah. a woman. Tony's right. You know, I, just, I don't know about that. I'm not okay. sure about that. Well, okay. Would it be 50-50? Not necessarily. It could be 100% either way or 50-50. This is part of it, I, I would suggest. If she just opened the door without looking and then there was a, the other car smashed it, that might put something on her. But if she opened the door and the door has been open for, you know, two, three seconds and it's obvious and open, you know, to view, then I think the uh, person who's pulling in is just inattentive. Yeah. When I read this, it seemed like the door was already open. She had put stuff in and maybe was taking her cart back or something. I don't know. The door was already open when the person pulled into the spot. Right. That's her version. But you better right. believe the other person is going to say, oh, you flung it open right, right when I was pulling in. You saw me pulling in and you flung your door open anyway. Exactly. So it's, it's a matter of that timing element and who saw what. You know, that's one of those weird things where you kind of need a witness, maybe. Right. You know, oh, yeah. if the versions are that different. Or you could look at the damage, right, Larry? Yeah. And I'd also wonder, you know, I'd look to whether or not it was at night or during the day. Right. And oh. Because if it was at night and it was poor lighting wherever she was or he was located, that might make a difference, too. You just don't keep your door open if there's no illumination in the area. Yeah, but people have headlights on their car. That's true. I think if that door was already open and the person pulls in, of course, it's on the person pulling in. Yeah. But there's going to be a factual dispute. You know how people can be. And um, witness. Yeah, witness if you got one. And that's why the damage, though, kind of plays into that because if the damage is on the front bumper of the car, and the very interior of that door, then you know the door was already open. And uh, Tony's scenario is the true scenario. But if mm -hmm. the damage to the car is kind of like on the side of the car and kind of on that corner of that door, that might kind of support what the other person is likely to say. Mm -hmm. That the person opened it up right as the car was pulling in. So I have a question on this. Not that it's part, it's just kind of a existential question but let's say that this seems like to me just a case of damage but what if the driver that pulled into the spot now says that they have medical injuries because of this you know collision with a parked car door do they have a claim even i mean i feel like there's a lot of opportunists out there that go for this huge you know payday when in fact it wasn't that big of a you know but what if their arm what if they're holding on to that door they open their door and they're still kind of holding on to it. And the person pulls in without really paying attention, hits the door and it yanks their arm and it yanks the socket 
you know, the shoulder socket gives them a shoulder. Right, I'm saying I've if had the driver case. of the other car that pulled oh, in yeah, is right. complaining. She's, you got to listen. She's talking about the driver. Well, first of all, I don't know. If I'm listening. I'm on the radio, man. There I'm you listening. go. You better. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it's a mechanism for injury. I mean, if you're a person no, pulling not. Out, wait, let me finish. If you're going 10 miles an hour and you pull in and the door hits your car, let's say, um, is that enough inside movement to cause you injury? So we evaluate cases all the time, depending on if there's a mechanism for injury, enough force to cause an injury. Yeah, I'm not seeing that one. Sounds like science to me. Yeah, it's physics. Mm -hmm. I don't think that you know it would be very likely for someone to actually get hurt driving a car, pulling into a parking spot, hitting someone's door not the driver of the other car. I think that would be pretty unlikely. You never know. Anything's possible, as they say, but I would say very, very unlikely. Now, the person holding on to the door again, I've had that case. I've had a, a parked car, and the person has their door open because they're coming out of the car, and it's just taking them an extra second to get out, and someone's coming down the street or driving too close to those parked cars, and they hit the side or the, the corner of the door while they're holding on to it, yanks them along out and tore their their shoulder up and, you know, injured their arm and their shoulder. I've had that case. And it was a righteous case, I thought. Yeah. There's, you know, a situation where somebody's more susceptible to injury, too. So you can't always discount the fact that it's not a hard impact or, you know, something that could normally cause an in wouldn't normally cause an injury. Because in certain instances, and the law provides that if you have a pre-existing condition or more susceptible to injury, then you still have to We should to do claim. a whole show on that. Susceptible people. Yeah. I like that idea. Okay, I'll, I'll write that down. <laughs> yeah, susceptible people. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. We know this is a scary time for a lot of people, but we want you to know we would stop at nothing to get justice for you. This is Rob Mandel from the Mandel Trial Lawyers, and I'm here with my brother Larry. And yes, the Brothers on Law Show here on Go Country 105. With the experience you need, we are still actively litigating cases. So if you've suffered from a car accident, bicycle accident, or a serious injury of any kind, call us for a free consultation today at 818-886-6600. Even if your small business has suffered due to the closures, we can help. Mandel trial lawyers are fully operational with remote depositions and court appearances, so there's no reason not to seek justice, and the Mandel trial lawyers will fight for you. So call us at 818-886-6600 and stay safe out there. Let's get back to, uh, just for a moment, let's get back to um, construction accidents. Yeah. Do you have uh, any other scenarios, Larry, that you've encountered? Yeah, you know, one thing is that I know you've encountered is the scaffolding. That's always an issue because yeah. if you're a, let's say the a scaffolding company puts up the scaffolding and, you know, which is the kind of like the layered ability to get to certain heights, right? The planks. And so if a plank isn't put in correctly and you fall, the independent contractor who's maybe a painter 
or doing plastering work may have a claim against the scaffolding company. And yeah, if they fall. Cases. Yeah. If they fall off. I had one where they didn't put the footings in right on a hillside. I remember The whole that. scaffolding slid down and the guy fell down a hillside and had a really bad injury. That was a big case. And, you know, they fight us on these. You know, it's not just, you know, easy peasy. Never. Yeah. Well, um, producer Cam's giving us that look. I, I am. I need you to up. tell people how they should call you or contact you if they have any questions regarding an injury on a construction job. 818-886-6600. Or you can go to MandelTrialLawyers.com, BrothersOnLaw.com. Mm -hmm. Or call us 800 number two. What's that? 800-310-7113. 800-310-7113. Yeah. Cool. I think it's about time to wrap it up, Rob. Let's wrap it up. Hey, stay tuned for the new Custody Queen show coming right up after us. They're fantastic. They do family law, and they're beautiful, they're smart, and they get the job done. Yeah. They know their stuff. Right. And if you've missed any part of our show, we would like to hear previous shows, go to YouTube, brothersonlaw.com, or iTunes. Okay, and a big thank you to all our listeners. Stay safe out there, please. And we look forward to being here next week on Saturday at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.